Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special 100th episode of the Talking Tigs LSU Sports Podcast. I am not your host, Scott Gerard, but I am co-host Daniel Zollinger, and together with Scott and Tommy, we wanted to bring you something special to celebrate two years and 100 podcasts together. We couldn't have done this without you, the fans, as well, so we appreciate all your support, subscribing, sharing, uh, and just generally enjoying LSU sports. We figured a great way to celebrate would be to reflect on where we've come as a group. So we've gone back throughout the history of the Talking Tigs podcast and pulled some of the best clips from our podcast files. I think these are some of our funniest moments, best and worst takes, and most iconic calls. So we want to present you these here and hope you enjoy them, especially if you've been with us for a long time. So hopefully they recall some great memories for you. And with that, let's go ahead and get into it. start, we'll do a run-through of some of the most memorable moments in the history of Talking Tigs, starting with our very first episode, which sounded like this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of what used to be called uh, the LSU Podcast with the Red Zone Report, Uh, but we are currently in some transitions as a pod, uh, which we were going to talk about that first. Plenty of LSU stuff to talk about also. Uh, We'll get to that in a second, but... um, I am Scott Gerard, and my co-hosts are Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger, and uh, we just want to go over real quick uh, that we're going to be transitioning for you guys, and um, uh, it's going to be starting with a new name. We're going to be the Talking Tigs. And thus, the podcast was born. What Scott was referring to by the new name, we actually recorded nine episodes for the now-defunct Red Zone Report Network. And you can still find those episodes on our podcast page under the archive episodes if you scroll all the way to the bottom. So that's a little trivia for you. One of the most notorious takes on the history of this pod happened in one of the earliest episodes, when before the start of the 2019 season, I called out LSU quarterback Joe Burrow. Burrow did say in an interview yesterday, the quote was, I think we're going to score a lot of points, and I don't think a lot of people are used to LSU scoring 40, 50, 60 points a game. And that would certainly be good, but if LSU scores 60 points in a game this year, I will personally buy a Joe Burrow jersey because I do not think it's going to happen. Now, you know, Scott, this is, this is <laughs> you brought up something really important that we need, to, we need to shed light on because Daniel is not a – he is a – I'm a Joe Burrow apologist. Daniel is a Joe Burrow. Burrow, I'm not going to say hater. That's a little bit harsh. Non-believer, maybe. He's a Joe Burrow skeptic. Skeptic. Yes. There you go. And uh, I think that will come out as as the season comes on. Expect, uh, I'll make a prediction. Um, Expect when Joe Burrow, you know, maybe he just has a bad series, maybe a bad game, maybe a bad quarter. Daniel will be the first to pile on. Um, I will stand by Broadway Joe, or not Broadway, Burbank Joe. <laughs> um, I mean, he's good, but he's just not that good. Spoiler alert, he was pretty good. And my bet came due very soon. As we mentioned, LSU got a big win yesterday, 65-14 to against Northwestern State. Mm-hmm. And with that score of 65 points, Joe Burrow fulfilled his, pro- his promise that LSU would score 60 points in a game. 
and I had bet against the Burrow man, and I should never have done that because they hung 60 points on him, and I've promised that if they did that, I would buy a Joe Burrow jersey, and so now that is what I must do. I will go on the Internet and find a Bur- Burrow jersey, order it as soon as possible, and hopefully wear it to our next home game against Utah State. But uh, I'm kind of glad that I get to do it. My uh, reputation may be a bit soiled. I didn't have the quite the predictive power I might have hoped, but it's, uh, it's a good time and a good gag. We would go on to record episodes for every game over the next couple months when Joe Burrow would deliver one of the most remarkable seasons in college football history, even going on to win LSU's second Heisman Trophy. I, I think we all expected LSU to do well, but not to this degree, not to where they're an LSU quarterback. It's not just you know some LSU player. An LSU quarterback won the Heisman Trophy. So if you if someone and, told and you that three years ago, you know I think we would have all laughed and then you know started complaining about who our quarterback was at the time. But that's uh, that's no more. Losers no more indeed. As LSU would go on to defeat Clemson in the College Football Playoff Championship, leading to our most popular episode ever, our championship recap. As Scott welcomed us in with an amazing intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome to not just another edition of Talking Tigs, but probably the greatest edition of Talking Tigs to date. Uh, because right now, as of today, LSU are national champions. And they did it by beating Clemson 42 to 25, uh, just kind of like we all thought they would. And they just they took home the title, a perfect end to a perfect season. Soon after the national championship, defensive coordinator Dave Aranda departed for Baylor, and LSU hired Bo Pelini to replace him. Boy, were we on the wrong side of that one. First, Scott. LSU, I would say hire, but they actually rehire Bo Pelini. And I yank him from Youngstown State to, to be their defensive coordinator. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure people are going to have mixed feelings about this. I think this is a great hire, uh, and I'm happy to have him back. I can't wait to see what he does. Then Tommy. Uh, let's start with you, Tommy. What, uh, you know, what's your instant take on it? Instant take? I like the hire. And then myself. So even if we do maybe take a little bit of a step back this year, I don't think it would be time to hit the panic button. Maybe after the end of the 2021 season, if things are looking a bit grim, then I don't really know what to do. But this year, I think we'll at least hold as good as we were with Aranda. And then for people who are thinking this may not be as great, I mean, Bo Pelini, his defense was rock solid with LSU back in the early 2000s. They just really don't know Bo. Another thing we couldn't predict was the rise of COVID-19 and how that would just completely wipe out sports for a good chunk of 2020. We didn't know what the podcast was going to look like when this started shutting sports down, so we were in a bad spot for a little while. How are you guys doing? Well, you know, I guess I feel fine. I don't know. Like, it's weird. It's a weird time to be alive. But other than that, everything's okay, you know, and, and I, you know, all the listeners out there, I'd say just strap in because we're going to be the closest thing you can get to LSU sports for, for a while. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, I guess everything's okay on the home front. Right. Yeah. We're going to pause the podcast now for 20 seconds for you to go wash your hands and then you can come <laughs> back and uh, enjoy the rest. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yet college football did come back that fall, thankfully, although the LSU 2020 football season did not go how we planned. 
I'll go ahead and, and say that my prediction for the overall record for LSU football this year is seven and three uh, with losses to the Florida Gators away, uh, the Auburn Tigers away, Ooh. and also Alabama at home. I feel like I feel like we I think we go eight and two. I, I think the three games that you outlined are our trouble spots, but I think out of the Florida and uh, Auburn game, I think we win one of them. I don't know which one we win. But when you started listing the losses, um, I think there's two, possibly three. So I'm I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put it at like we're gonna lose two and a half games here uh, with the I don't know to me the the two that scare me would be Florida and Auburn. After the monumental success of 2019, our hopes were still high for 2020, even without Joe Burrow and much of the championship team. Those hopes came crashing down in the very first game as we suffered the first football loss in our podcast history. When Mississippi State handled the Tigers at home as Tommy and I watched in the scorching sun of Tiger Stadium. When, you know, football aside, how goes it? I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, this, is, this has been a pretty uh, terrible weekend. Besides, you know, between that LSU performance and then the Saints last night, um, I don't know. What, what's, what's the point these days? Daniel, what do you think? We kind of had the best of times last year, yeah. and it looks like the start of the worst of times this year. Uh, about as big of a yin and yang as you can get. So it was it was a tough go of it. We were out there in the sun. So hot. The sun was beaten down. Mississippi State was beating down our defense. And uh, I mean, I was I was getting this I was getting sunburned. Uh Cordell Flott, Jay Ward were getting burned just on the just in the pass coverage. So, you know, burns all around. The rest of the football season was a mixed bag for the Tigers as we had some more disastrous moments like the loss to Missouri and Miles Burton's injury, but positives too, like the shoe throw and Cade York's field goal in the fog to beat Florida. After the season, we got caught up in the transfer saga of former Tiger Eric Gilbert. I mean, this is just a straight up circus, like a clown show. I don't, I don't get it. Um, you know, People, people, like you said, people leave all the time. They leave for different reasons. They're not comfortable. They don't like the spot they're in. No, that's where he was. He was enrolled in the portal. What you don't understand is when you when you enter the transfer portal, it's it's another dimension that you just go to until you actually enroll. It's like purgatory. Because because did he like show up on Florida's campus, like have a meeting with Dan Mullen, and then just not like what he heard, and pretty much do a one eighty and walk out. We also enjoyed LSU basketball season and run to the second round of the NCAA tournament. To celebrate the March Madness, we did two brackets of our own, uh, the first being a competition of what's the best LSU landmark. Here's the final matchup of that one. We got a one versus two matchup in the finals, Tiger Stadium versus the iconic Memorial Tower and Parade Grounds. Blowout. It's a blowout. No, Tommy. You, you well, I, I do think like I, I'm thinking about it from like the replacing standpoint. It's like I don't think you could build a new memorial tower. I think that would look that'd be weird. But I do think that there is a world in where, like, maybe 50 years from now, where they're like, "Look, we need to build a new Tiger Stadium," and they do it. Yeah, sure. So, with that being said, I think that makes it a closer game, but still, Tiger Stadium wins. So, it's a, it's a it's a close one. It might go to overtime, but Tiger Stadium wins. Do you agree, Scott? I agree. 
So Tiger Stadium takes it from the number one spot, uh, a clean sweep, but I think a good matchup. After the basketball was over, it was a big season of coaching hires for LSU sports, with the first being legendary women's basketball coach Kim Mulkey. LSU athletics needs a good story right now. With the way the baseball's going, it's not great. Then when you take all the off-the-field issues with football, with management, with, uh, with the athletic department, I mean, this is, I think that the whole production of bringing, you know, they had a, they had a, a big, almost like a festival in the PMAC this afternoon. They had, everybody was there. Everybody was on the tarmac saying hello to her, greeting her <laughs> off the, off the, the private jet. She gave a rousing speech. Everyone's excited. I think you just, you just need to get some energy back because all you've heard for the past, pretty much for the entire, since 2021 started, the only reports you've been hearing really other than like the basketball team going to the to the tournament, it's just NCAA this violation here, Title, title IX, IX this, Title Nine that, and yeah. so I think from a from a PR standpoint for LSU, they're like we need to we need to, to this needs to be the story, which I think is I think that's a respectable thing. Like you know, let's 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 have some positivity. The LSU sports family also said goodbye to baseball coach Paul Maneri, who retired from the program after 15 years with the Tigers. He's a good guy. I mean, oh, how, yeah. long he, how long was he there? Uh, 15 seasons. And he's probably the only program within the school that doesn't really have any, they've never had any issues, no character issues, no, no anything. That, yeah, uh, that's that's, right that's very that. commendable. That's very commendable. And, and you see, I mean, even just kind of randomly, like when, when they hired Kim Mulkey, the, almost the first thing she said was like, it was nothing about like, Oh, what I'm going to do, or I'm going to win this, or I'm going to do this. It was, I want to be here because guys like Paul Maneri are here and he, he turned my son and from a boy into a man. And like, he taught him so much, you know, <laughs> off the field. And so like, obviously, you know, from, from all the people who know him personally, and I've never heard a player say anything bad about him, like a former player or a, or a player like currently. So, um, you know, I, I think that there's, there's definitely something to be said for that. Which brings us to today. And a hundred episodes later, our intro for episode 99 that we released last week still sounds a lot like the one that we did with the first episode back in the summer of 2019. Hello, everyone out there in Tigerland. Welcome to another edition of Talking Tigs. I'm your host, Scott Gerard, joined as always by Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. Uh, got some, uh, got a good positive pod to get into this time because LSU is, uh, has found their baseball coach, if you haven't heard by now. We also had some very special guests on Talking Tigs over the years, including hosting LSU Twitter insider and recruiting specialist Josh Lemoyne five times on the podcast. Man, just it's been it's been an amazing run, like you said, fourteen and zero, and yeah, I mean, really to put it in perspective, it's it's historic. I know it's it really is. I, this is if LSU can win a national championship, this will be the best team. In, not just LSU football team. I would put it in my top three, you know, top college football teams I've ever witnessed. But, you know, LSU's got to close it down. You know, they, they, they got to finish this out. We also welcomed Archbishop Rummel high school football coach Stuart Hanna and local friend of some of the co-hosts twice to the podcast. Hey, it's not necessarily the, the quantity of reps that you get in practice or games, but it's the quality of reps. Like, you have to be successful and, you know, in, in your playing time. And I think that the transfer portal has kind of eliminated that. Hey, you know, I'm not getting my carries. You know, maybe I'm just going to transfer out. And we also got to talk to my own uncle, Mike Duplantis, 
who played football for LSU in the 80s and 90s and gave us a sense of just what it was like as an LSU student athlete. I went to uh, LSU from 1990, I'm sorry, 1988 as a freshman, was, was redshirted, uh, was able to, uh, had a few injuries, but anyway, uh, wound up uh, playing uh, really my sophomore, junior, and senior year with the key years I, I played. So that was 90, 91, 92, uh, but was a part of a, a pretty solid team in, in 88 and uh, in, in 89. So anyway, had some ups and downs, probably more downs than ups uh, from a record standpoint, but uh, nonetheless uh, enjoyed my time playing ball for the Tigers and, and probably more importantly, uh, have an opportunity to get a degree. Lastly, to round things out, here are some of just my favorite clips from the podcast history. I think some of the funniest moments, starting with when I kind of explained how uh, football works. Yeah, kind of looking past that, unfortunately with his decommit, we're down to one offensive lineman for the 2020 class. And uh, usually in football, you have more than one offensive lineman on the field at a time. So <laughs> we probably need to pick up a couple more commits there. To Tommy describing the atmosphere in Tiger Stadium after LSU beat Florida during the unbeaten 2019 season. What can I say? As uh, as uh, some of our friends from uh, from Florida might say, you know, it's great to be an LSU Tiger. <laughs> so, um, you know, we we gator chomped all over them. We uh, we saw some crying Florida fans. We uh, the stadium was I, I mean that's as packed and as loud as I think I've ever seen it, and it was just an all around great day. I also slipped up in our second March Madness draft of 2021 when I included an LSU football player who's seen as a little problematic now. Number four seed Devin White from 2016 to 2018 against uh, Mr. Darius Geis 2015 to 2017. <laughs> what? How is he even in here? I kind of considered leaving him off, and I was like, eh. <laughs> you're like, his off the field pr- production might be deplorable, but his on the field production st- speaks for itself. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I don't want to be canceled, so I'm gonna go Devin White. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna have to agree with Tommy here and go with uh, the uh, the, the Buckus uh, Award winner, the, the Super Bowl champion. Yep. All right, I, I completely understand that one. <laughs> and Tommy's epic rant describing how he met a certain someone on the interstate. This morning, I'm driving to Mobile, and I'm leaving Baton Rouge. I'm on I-12 right around Hammond, and uh, I'm not the, you know, Dana will tell you, I'm not the fastest driver. I'm not like, it's, I'm not going like 60 in the fast lane, but I'm not, but I'm also not going 85. And so I was going about 75 and a 75 miles over. I'm staying in the left lane, kind of just, you know, passing people. And then this big black SUV comes up behind me and is uh, like tailgating me. And, or I'm sorry, I shouldn't say tailgating because well, it'll matter later on. <laughs> this big SUV comes comes up behind me and is just going real, you know, going real fast. He's got a he's he's got a place to be. I knew that. I knew that he was on the he was on a mission. So I look back on my rearview mirror and I see and I'm like, oh no, that can't be him. And I look closer and I'm like, oh, I think it is. I think it is. So I speed up and I uh, there, there's a big truck like. Par- like parallel to me so i have to go speed up to get past him so i can let this guy go through so i speed up and then merge over to the right lane let him pass through and i look to my left and watch as the as the suv goes by and it's none other 
than our fearless leader, Coach Ed Orgeron. <laughs> so Coach really? O was no joke. He was I mean it was it was him. And I, I know it was him because that now the what the first tip off was, you know, I I kind of I recognized the face kind of, but I was like, I don't know, you know, it was kind of tinted, the, the car was tinted, so I was like, it could be somebody else. But they had he had a gold LSU um uh tag, like the like the hang tag you put on the rear view mirror. And yeah. I recognize that because that's like what the faculty have. And of course he's like technically part of a faculty. So that's like his faculty parking badge. So I recognize I was like this that's an LSU car. Then so then I look to the left and like sure enough it's him and then just for more confirmation as he drives off he like he had a special like state license plate. So I'm not sure where Coach O was going. I'm sure you know he. I'm sure he'll let us know because he's a listener of the pod. But um, you know, it, it, was, it was like a surreal moment because I'm riding down the road and I'm like this man is he's, he's where what is he doing? He's flying down the road. And then I look to the left. It's Coach O. That's the end of episode 100 of Talking Tigs. I really enjoyed putting this together, and I hope you enjoyed listening as well. Thank you again for 100 episodes. We couldn't have done it without you, and I'm looking forward to another hundred. From myself and as well as Scott and Tommy, thanks again and go Tigers.